Hello. Hello, hello. Hello again. Surprise. One thing that's really nice about audio is that I'm wearing the same outfit for like four episodes, three or four episodes. Yeah, we could like record this like, I could be wearing like pajamas and like in a throw blanket. Literally. Wow. Maybe. But I'm not. I'm upset. I put on pants today for no reason though. Thanks, America. Thanks, Obama. Ew. (laughs) Well, welcome back again. Really pumped these out. I feel like when we do audio, it's also just faster. For it's so much faster. I don't know why. Because we're, we're not like trying to restart the camera three to four times <laughs> every ten minutes. My camera's slow. It's like wash. It's okay. I feel like I need to invest in a camera. So, anyways, today we're talking about relationships Ooh. and dating Ooh. because. I'm not qualified, but Latifa could be. I mean, no, I think you give good advice, though. <laughs> yeah, single people give good advice for some reason. Because it's like you get the clarity out of it. Yeah, I think that when you are single, you really get to, like, observe and, like, watch people's relationships, especially if you have friends that are dating. And uh, when they ask you for advice, for advice, you really have to give good advice because um, you're not you're not in that relationship, you know? But are you also the type of friend where it's, like, Someone's like, well, we got to fight or like break up with that bitch. Forget it. Are you that friend? Um, yeah, I'm almost like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> but then I'm like, but you know, do you? With a greatness. If you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, okay, well, obviously I've been in a relationship for I guess not obviously, maybe this is first. <laughs> yeah, who okay. knows? Miguel, maybe if you're watching. <laughs> Hi Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I've been in a relationship for, oh my gosh, four years this Wednesday. That is disgusting to me. I feel the same way. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just weird to me because, and Calvin can attest to this, like, growing up, like, I had no interest in dating. Like, zero, like, very little. I was like, oh, that boy's cute. I'm like, go talk to him. Like, no, it's okay. Like, men are stressful. Like, I have, no, <laughs> there's nothing about that that entices me to be like, oh my gosh, I'm and like I feel like I was habitual, habitually single for a very long time, and like even between relationships up until this last one, I was like, eh, I don't really care to mm-hmm. date. Men are yeah. stressful. I was like more focused on myself, and like I like being alone, so I was never like, oh, I need someone to like fill a void or like spend time with. Like I don't, I'm not that person. Which is. <laughs> People are probably listening to like, you were with Miguel all the time. I'm like, yeah, but like, Miguel is the first person that I can tolerate hanging out with every day and like, not want to be like, I want to punch you in the face, which mm-hmm. I think says a lot. And sometimes. <laughs> yeah, only sometimes, but like, not often enough. I guess that's that. <laughs> I don't know. Great. When's the last time you were in a relationship? Um... Quote unquote relationship, if you. I think in high school, but I don't count that because that was like not very long. But also, like, was I was that in high, high school. school. We went at that party and you fought him. Yeah, that was in high school. Oh wow! Remember, because uh, Gary got drunk and then we had to lie and then we had to. <laughs> oh, you know that happened recently, actually. That's a funny story. <laughs> Gary got really, really drunk and then like we had to just lie and be like he ate sushi and he had food poisoning. There's no way that anybody believed this though because he can't no. Talk. But you know what? The other day, like last week, my grandma was like. Where's Latifah and Gary? And I was like, oh, Latifah like lives at home with 
um, at with her parents in Farmington, and then Gary lives in Brooklyn Park still. And she's like, you know what I remember? I remember when he came home and he had food poisoning because he <laughs> ate sushi. And I was like, oh my god, yes, he was I sick. I don't, I don't remember us telling that lie because I'm pretty sure we came home and I think your dad was struck because it was New Year's or maybe that was a different time. I think that was a different time because Andre came... was with us. Was he? Andre he was... was at her house. No, at he your was house. not. Remember the party? Remember? No. I'm thinking of a different New Year's. I think you're thinking of a different thing. Okay. Because that New Year's, we came home, remember? And then Gary was like, Can you give me a uh, Snickers? I'm a fat ass. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, Can you, um, can you give me a trash? I need a trash can. He's like, Can can you you put a trash trash bag in the trash, the garbage can? I'm only looking out for you and myself, but really for me. Yeah. 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 That's when he said that. (laughs) Oh, I think we have that on video somewhere. Yeah. We do. I always send that to him. Hey, Gray. I don't even know if Gary listens to our podcast. He probably doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> That's why you get to talk shit about him. Talk shit about him. Stupid. Um, but no, I feel like since high school, I feel like you've like casually dated, if anything, maybe. I, don't I know. guess. I don't really, we don't really talk about. You don't really talk about your love life. Yeah, I don't really talk about because it, it's I don't really have any. I guess if they, <laughs> I guess if they're like not important, they're not worth bringing. Yeah, up. if if it's not important, then like I won't like even talk about it. Because I know I've made that mistake, and like it's like a perpetual joke, and I could do this with my cousin too. Is like oh, so I met a guy, and then like two days later, it's like never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to be like that. That's why I don't like bring it up unless it's like for certain. Unless Kelvin's like in danger, or like, yeah. just need to know what you are. Where are you? I'm dead. Mistake. But even then, I feel like you wouldn't tell us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I think a healthy relationship is good. Um, some people. <laughs> Controversial <laughs> opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say is that it's okay to not be in a relationship. I think it's also okay. And I really, I really try to push. Not on myself, obviously. <laughs> but I think it's okay to be alone, and I think it's healthy, and I think you should learn how to be alone and comfortable with being yeah, alone. Yeah, I hate when relationship. girls are like, he made me love myself. And or like, guys. I, he made me found find myself. I'm like, ew. Sick. And it's like, girl, you just got pregnant, let's be honest. Yeah, I'm like, that's kind of <laughs> disgusting, but okay. No, and I think it's, I don't know. I To me, okay, this is the grain of salt. Um, I don't trust and I don't care. Well, I don't trust relationship wise um, people who are like continuously in relationships. So it's like you got out of a relationship and then you're like jumping right into a next one. It's like, ooh. I hate people who are like on and off and on again. <laughs> Just break up. Ugh. I feel like we've known a number of couples who are that yeah. way. You know I'm like, you are. know what? If if it doesn't work, then like you can go again. But like after that, I'm like, so do you believe in that's breaks? That. Um, no. <laughs> no, I don't think I still, I, don't I think, think I, do I think if like, well, I don't know. Mm, like, what do you mean a break? Like, like break couples up? were like, oh, we're just in it. We're on a break. Like, not like Ross and Rachel, like break, but like when you slept with someone else, you're on a break. We were on a break. Like they actually break up. If you break up, you break up. Um, right. And, and then, you know what? I don't want to come celebrate your second anniversary if you spent six of those months broken up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I feel like, oh, it's our anniversary. It's like, weren't you guys broken up two months ago? Like, why are we, why are we here? When you like got back together two weeks ago. So now it's your second anniversary. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's important to like, 
learn and like grow and if that means you have to break up then you do it if by for some reason um by you know chance you come back together then yeah that's great but i don't really believe in like breaking up and then being Getting like oh one day i'm gonna be back with him or her i will say that's um kind of how the last relationship i was in prior to this one uh was where i was kind of fe- i was just done like i think i was just mentally and emotionally checked out and like it was long distance and I wasn't getting what I wanted out of the relationship and there just there was a lot of communication issues and I just think it was like a um I'm someone like if I'm done and I'm like I'm checked out like there are no emotions for me and they, yeah. they people say that like women leave relationships first like mentally and emotionally before they leave physically um thankfully we could do both because it was long distance so it really wasn't like a big <laughs> deal but like when I was like no like there's no point like there's no reason to continue doing this he was like but what about like in the future and I was like no bitch like if you don't want to work it out right now then like yeah. why am I gonna be like I'm gonna leave a door open for you potentially if someone else comes along yeah and, like, you're in the back that sounds that. like he wanted like a backup plan oh that's exactly what it yeah. was um so I think that goes with saying like I don't necessarily believe in breaks like if there's an issue and you're not willing to solve or fix that issue not necessarily right then and there like if you have to be like we can't talk about this right now like i need time to think to myself and like i might need a break from you a couple days and be like i just need time to myself to figure things out and situate how to go about solving the situation or like figuring what i want to do that makes sense but to be like no we broke up but we're still talking every day and we might not be like together together because I think that's when things get messy and, like, someone will sleep with someone else. You'll be like, well, we weren't together. Yeah. So. What do you that. think? This is kind of related, but um, it's November 1st. And um, Amy Barrett, if you're listening, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she said recently, like, sexual preferences instead of sexual orientation. And it, everyone was, like, up in arms because preferences, like... It um, it insinuates that like you have a choice. Yeah, to be gay you have like a choice or something. Whatever you identify, and as. people are like, what the fuck is bitch? Um, so I was gonna say, do you believe in like a preference? Um, like, I think like people can have dating preferences. Like you have things like certain standards or things you want out of a person, or you expect, or you would find attractive. But I don't think that has anything to do with the sex or gender of a person. If that makes sense. Um, I think people have sexual preferences or preferences in what they want to date but I think if you like make it outright known then you're like a dick like if you're like no I'm not gonna date someone like no black guys or whatever if people make that on their white guys sorry yeah but you're not like saying it I wouldn't I am I am I I know but I'm saying like on on like grinder profiles they'd be like no fat guys no femmes no Asian no black like no Latino so then what do you want yeah I'm like I don't know what you were saying but no um yeah i wouldn't date a white guy either i always say that if i wanted to sleep with something white i would take the um pillowcase off my pillow um (laughs) 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 Um, but yeah no i think yeah i think preferences ties into like um chris brown like he has a type yeah i'm his type i know you are his type (laughs) i say okay i say that not <laughs> because he only dates like Blasian women. Like like the last like five, I feel like three or four girlfriends have all been like been Blasian women. And I'm not attracted to Chris Brown in any shape, way, or form. And like I would never date like a serial abuser. 
um also i'm in relationships like it would never happen but like that's me hello here i am yeah come at me chris send me money if you're down for that but like if you're listening <laughs> if you're here for it but yeah no i think yeah preferences are like a thing like i i think they're a thing yeah i feel like i have preferences but i never end up dating my preferences. yeah <laughs> me too and not in like a bad way it just doesn't you at the end of the day you can't well, help what you're attracted to though yeah well no like hmm. what i'm saying is that like on some profiles on like your grinder or whatever they'll be like no asian guys but then people are like well isn't that like sexual racism to be like, oh, I'm ne- I would never date a race- or an I, Asian guy. I had Isn't that conversation that recently. You know them. We can talk about this after. Oh, um, <laughs> Casp. Or you? Maybe you don't. I feel like I okay, talked about them sometimes, them. and you're like, I don't know who that is, but I feel like you might. Oh, okay. Um, but they, well, you're gonna forget anyway. It's okay. I'm trying not to. Um, and they had made a comment that they, because they're Asian, they're like, oh, I only date other Asian people. I don't think Asian people should date other races. I think that oh, is. Oh, that's weird. That's racist. But. <clears throat> I think if you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. But and, but at the same time, it's like, I, but I, I say I want to date white people because it's like, I don't want to have to explain certain things. But if it was to happen, which I don't think it would at this point in yeah, time in like, my life. Yeah, I'd never say never. Like, I would never date a white guy, but. um never say never I'm saying it but I don't know if it's listen I say some stupid shit and then the next thing I know I'm in that like I'm in that situation <laughs> <laughs> stupid yeah um no but I think it's like racist in a way when people are like if a white guy is like I would never date a black guy or something like that or if a white guy was like oh I would never date a black woman you know what I mean like mm, you yeah. would never ever find a black woman attractive or like anything you're or like me rihanna's unattractive yeah like you're oh, saying right. that there's no one that you would find attractive that's black or whatever and it's like i that's think like, it depends okay, on the reason wild. why too though because it's like yeah. why not is it like is it because you don't feel like you would fit into the culture is it because of like what are what are your fears with that i wouldn't date a white guy because white guys are boring but also like i just don't want to be a part of your white family like if you're if you're Asian and you're adopted, I'm like a little like wary about that too. Like I don't want to meet your white family. Have we talked about that? Like the adoptions of like mixed interracial. Um, I think we have talked about it, but not on podcast. My opinions are controversial, and I will <laughs> controversial yet bold. <laughs> no, my opinion is that like there is a way that like white people raise non-white babies that is like very unsettling. Yeah, we talked about it. But we didn't talk about it on podcast. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. That was doing a protest. That oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, it, there's just like a way that like a white person will never be able to provide the culture, provide culture and like give that talk, whether it's verbal or um, little pieces here and there or just like, um, I don't know. whether it's like a sit-down conversation or just daily instances of like they will never be able to provide the experience of what it is like to live as a person of color in america if that makes sense right like um i also think it could it sometimes um creates like a white savior complex yeah when people adopt children of other races yeah well it this all started because i was watching this uh these two girls brooklyn and bailey and they have a adopted uh brother and sister that are younger um and they're black and they did not say like black lives matter at all 
and they were like, we don't want to be political. We don't want to do this and that. But I was like, you have siblings that are affected by this and yet you don't want to say anything about it. And that's why I was like, well, white families, the way they raise people of color, children of color is very different and whitewashing almost in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Like it makes me think of when Native American families were ripped apart because white people thought that they were savages. So they would adopt Native American kids and then like wipe away all their culture and then try and raise them white. But at the end result, it's like they're still not white. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I think, yeah, you're trying to assimilate people. And I think there is a right way to go about it. I mean, I've heard stories and I know people who are adopted where it's like, yeah, I'm Asian adopted, but like my parents go out of their way to try to celebrate Chinese New Year or yeah. at least educate it or at least put me in classes where I'm learning the language that I would have learned if I was to stay back in my home country or where I'm from. Or I'm taking dance classes, I'm taking cultural classes and things like that to make sure like at the end of the day, and I think um, uh, at the end of the day, you have these kids and they're going to feel some type of missing link in their lives because they're adopted they don't look like their family yeah they don't relate to i mean they'll relate because you're you're being brought up and you're being nurtured in a hopefully loving environment but at the same time it's like you're different people are going to know that you're different people are going to ask you and i think it's important to embrace that culture either way no matter where you're from it's just weird to me like an asian that's like just so whitewashed and they have a white family and like they don't know anything about they don't know anything uh, because i i do have okay first of all we're not bashing on adopting because adopting is great because like you know what you took a child out of a bad situation you're now you're okay fierce um and that's not saying that i also i'm not saying that i hate adopted asian people because when i went to private school um when I went to private school, a lot of the people were either very, very rich East Asians, like Taiwanese, Chinese, or they were adopted Asians into like white families. And the adopted Asians are just very, very different. And it's it's hard to get like a on the same page as them, um, but it's not impossible. And we were all friends. I was all friends. I was friends with all of them. Um, but if you've ever seen like that Beyonce commercial where she is like walking and she's like looking in a mirror and then like it turns around it's a, it's her but in a different outfit mm-hmm. that's like what I feel about them you feel like do you it's feel like, like we're look, the same but we're different do you feel like they look down on you sometimes of being like adopted when like uh no I don't think they look down I don't think I think we're on the same page it's just that we are We are the same, but we are very, very different in the way that we were raised and our viewpoints. Because those those adopted Asian girls were like, I don't find Asian men attractive. I don't like that. And they were big fans of like Jonas Brothers. And I was like, that is whitey, white, white. I had a friend who this girl was trying to date them, but she's she's adopted. She's Asian, um, adopted by a white family. And she's like so ready to like want to get pregnant and all these things. But she like doesn't want to date certain types of men and like usually Asian men. Um, or she tries to um, make up for not being Asian enough by like acting out or doing things where it's like, well, I'm just going to jump into a culture now and like try to do it. And I think that's sometimes appreciation, appropriation conflict can occur where you're like, I don't know who I am and now I'm trying to figure it out and I'm trying to do all these things. Um, yeah. And I have another friend of mine who was adopted <clears throat> and she's adopted by a white family and her dad's also a cop. Ew. <laughs> so, gross. I mean, you can only think about all the things that kind of come up with that. And 
to be honest, I feel like a lot of, um, especially in Minnesota, um, a lot of Asians are targeted too. A lot of Hmong people, people in the Hmong community are targeted by police all the time. Yeah. And I don't think that people recognize that. Um, so without having that um, influence or that understanding, um, you become an outlier and then you don't know what damage you could be doing to that community because that's kind of at the same time who you represent. At the end of the day, you're never going to look white. You're never going to look yeah. like everybody else. And like at the end of the day, that is your family too. At the end of my, at the end of the day, is my. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. But <clears throat> I think it's important to acknowledge that, um, which I guess still ties into like the whole dating relationships, families, things like that, because it is. Yeah. It's tough if you are someone that's looking to adopt in the future. Um, just make sure you do your research. Make sure you are understanding where the child that you are wanting to make your own child and adopt. Um, you understand their culture and where they're that background and that you're able to provide them a better life, but also provide them an understanding of who they are. Because as important as you are into their life, they have a whole other um, side of them that they're going to want to experience or they're going to at least be curious about yeah, and have questions on. Well, and like, oh, did you go ahead, finish? Oh, no, that was it. Oh, okay. Um, I was talking about, okay, so Latifah, when she was like in high school, she went to like Florida with her family. And mm -hmm. that was right after- um, Trayvon Martin. Yeah, Trayvon, Trayvon Martin got murdered. And Latifah's brother, Tony, would like walk around with the hoodie on. And um, her dad was like, please do not go out and do that. I do not want you to get shot. This is what America thinks of us right now. Um, if you wear a hoodie, you are seen as, you know, a, a target basically mm -hmm. and so what i'm saying is that that instance even though it was small is something that can only be taught by a person of color so that instance can never be taught by a white person to their adopted child because they don't see their child they don't they don't they're the type of people who don't see color yeah well no and, well yeah and like it, it's just something that cannot be taught by a white person because a white person does has no experience in that okay um, but all that being said, I will not, I don't know. I just won't date a white guy. Well, I'll never say never, I guess. But I, that's why I'm also wary of dating um, an adopted Asian person. Just because it's like, I, I really just don't want to deal with your white family. <laughs> I really don't. Um, and maybe your white family is like totally cool, but you know, it's like whatever. Far, it's more foreign to you. It's more foreign and it's not something that I'm comfortable with. But if you're like totally cool and you're a cool dude, then yeah, maybe. And then I also won't date a white guy because um, I don't want to get too like rated R because I don't know what <laughs> the thing is, but yeah. Just not interested. I I don't know what I want to say because I don't want to get like too. Say it. Spell it with mature. your piece. Um. Okay. Fine. I'll say it. <laughs> if there's any kids listening, don't listen. Plug your ears. <laughs> um. I. Okay, you guys. For real, I don't like guys that are circumcised. Oh really? I don't like that. I think that is so ugly. I think it's like ashy. You like want a sweater? Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. So that's why white guys and like usually Asian like guys that are adopted. So opposite. I feel like most yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncircumcised scares so many women. No, 
Well, yeah, I guess. That's like, yeah, that's like the trending thing is like, um, uncut guys are like unpopular, but everywhere else, like in the, the UK, yeah. But no, it, it looks ugly. And like, usually if you're Asian and you're adopted and you adopted young, then you're usually circumcised. And I like, sorry, I won't date you. You're not marriage material. <laughs> I will not date you. That's so funny because like, I don't know, I've dealt with both, I guess, in my life. And it's just, I just didn't, at first I was like, oh, okay. At first I was like, what is uncircumcised? What is that? And I was like, yeah. Because that's like, obviously I wouldn't know. I'm a girl. Like, I'm not like going around being like, what does this look like? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't know. I guess I don't really see much difference now because like, once things are there, they're there. <laughs> um, I like it. I think it's better. <laughs> I think it's Men better, more usually, natural, but also like you're more sensitive. It's more sensitive, and like sometimes when you don't get it cut right, it looks weird. Like your skin is weird. Um, you're like two tones. If you're Filipino, the way they do your circumcision in the Philippines is like different than how they do it in the states. So like you have more skin, but on one side only, like the oh. underneath. So that's why I also am worried of dating in a Filipino. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like whatever. But that is like a that is like my biggest deal breaker. Is that weird? How would you? I mean, I guess you can always find. That's why. I, that's why I stick to dating like um, Asian guys normally or Latino guys. Because white guys are usually circumcised. Like most Americans typically. Uh, yeah, black guys are usually circumcised. And then um, that's really it. And honestly, it's usually just black guys in the US, I feel like. Yeah, only Other, black guys in the US. Like if in the UK, if, if you're from Africa, then probably not. Yeah, no. That's fair. But that that is my biggest deal breaker. Ooh. Isn't that are, weird? What are other deal breakers? Let's talk about deal breakers. Um. I used to be in a phase where I would only date Vietnamese guys. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. We would have to literally go to restaurants and we wouldn't talk to the server. We'd sit somewhere and come and be like, oh my gosh. I wouldn't even look at them. I'd be like, hello. We would literally just go and I'm like, I just want all this food. And I thought like you would at least try to say hello or like anything. Yeah, there was a uh, <laughs> time where I really wanted to date a Vietnamese. I don't know why. I think like you had after... like a crush on like multiple Vietnamese men for like a number of oh, years. Oh, yeah, we, I had a crush on a mutual friend that we had. For like a long, long time. Does he know? I don't think so. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but yes. Um, I had a I had to think for Vietnamese guys, and then now I'm like, whatever. I don't really care. If you cute, you cute. Yeah. Um. So it's not a deal breaker. He though. doesn't That's have just to be like a, a preference. He doesn't have to be of a specific ethnicity. A deal breaker is like um. Like I don't date smokers. Yeah, I wouldn't want to date a smoker. If you smoke weed, just don't smoke it around me. Because I don't like the smell, even though I work with hemp. Your car literally smelled like... My car stinks. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, what are your dear burgers? Um, I don't like to date smokers. I don't... And this is... At the time, it was kind of like a little tough. But like, I won't date somebody that hand driver doesn't have a car. But like, even more so now. Um, because it's like, I'm not... A soccer mom like i'm not trying to bust yeah. you back and forth i wouldn't want to do that either oh no it sounds kind of superficial but like i don't know um i wouldn't date someone who has An alcoholic. no ambition oh. yeah alcoholic too i guess um 
I, I think it depends it depends on the severity like are you like waking up and you're like i went through um like a liter of vodka like this morning like Ew. Okay. yeah probably not um trying to think of other deal breakers well i sound like i would date anybody <laughs> <laughs> okay what are your what do you like what are your preferences um, like taller, older, whatever. I would prefer taller, but I never end up dating anybody that's more than like four inches taller than I don't I like too tall. Really? Uh, if you are my height, I'm like five five to five nine. If you're five ten, you're too tall. Really? Yeah, I don't like tall. I would love to. Sorry, Mika. I would love <laughs> to someone to be like five ten or taller, but that's just me because like I like to wear heels and I, I don't know. But Miguel is taller than me. Miguel's like five. Yeah, Miguel's seven. pretty tall. He's five seven. He's my perfect tall. height is like five six, five seven. Really? Yeah. I, I, I don't like. Doesn't matter as much. Um. No, I want to date a guy that looks just like me. <laughs> <laughs> Sound narcissistic. Um. Yeah. I mean, taller would be nice. Um. Mine are always more so like I want you to be ambitious or like I want you to be caring. I wish I. I love guys that love babies because I love babies. I feel like that's not I, a lot. I don't like, um, I, okay, wait, okay, let's just stop right now and then we'll keep going. Okay, we're coming back. And we're coming back, <laughs> just wait for us, wait for us, man. We're back. Okay, preferences again. Yes, as I was saying, I love a guy that, like, loves babies or, like, takes good care of babies. I think it's attractive when men are good with kids. Yeah. There's just something about it, and maybe that's just, like, my women hormones and, like, pheromones working off and being, like, oh, my God, that guy would make a really great dad. Like, he knows how to handle a child. Like, that's yeah. really attractive. Like, please be here. I'm kidding. Not, like, not that I want to be a dad, but I just love babies. I think I just want to be an uncle, but I love babies. Well, with, good luck with Ethan and Boo. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think other preferences. Um, I judge men on like how pretty their sisters are. If he has ugly sisters, then. Well, what does that matter weird. if you like don't want to have kids? I know, but it's just weird because all the guys that I've talked to are like, I don't want to have, I don't want to adopt. I want to have like my own kid and like do a surrogacy and like do all that, which is like, okay, I wanted to adopt, but okay, whatever. Mm, that's fair. I know we were just talking about adoption, but. Um what age range um now that i'm 25 and it doesn't it pertains but it doesn't i don't think i think i would never date anybody younger than me yeah me too but i think i would maybe go up to at 25 the oldest i would date is maybe 32. Like wow really i'd go up to like 40. Oh, I thought you were like, wow seven years is a lot but yeah i guess oh no i feel like the gay community is different though yeah it's different because we're not gonna have kids well, yeah so, there's not like a biological clock for you yeah but yeah men mature slower like 40 ish so. <laughs> that's my thing i guess not as old as my mom or dad i guess that could be a little weird and then like if you do date someone old it's like you don't really have anything in common because they're so right older than you oh absolutely like my boyfriend and i right now we're three and a half years apart um, which I think is like a decent gap. I think that's good. It was weird at first because I was like, when we met, I was 20. He was 24 um, and just turned 24. But we didn't start dating until I was like after, until I was 21. Because it was like, eh, what are you doing dating like 
someone that's just getting out of their teen years and like that's yeah a little weird but yeah um i think dating older and i think especially once you get in your 30s like if you want to date someone 10 15 years older than you like who cares because at yeah. that point i think you're like you're both adults and you're both hopefully decently established or like established enough or comfortable enough that you feel like you can date older yeah i will say if you date older you might not be like um you might not it might not cross your mind about how much older your partner is but sometimes when i think about oh wow i can't believe i dated that guy he was so much older than me because when i think about it and bring it back in time i'm like you know when i was in high school like he was like graduated from college or something you know right and then that makes it weird no i remember when i had just turned 18 i dated a guy who was 22 at the time i think when you were what 18 oh which okay. was stupid on my part i was just like a really naive um really dumb as an idiot okay um <laughs> yeah but I was like, oh, and all their guys interested in me. And I like looking back, I was like, I was a fucking child. Like, that's kind of gross. Like, that's <laughs> not okay. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't like mentally, like definitely was not 22. Not that 22 is a really mentally stable age by any means. Um, he was not 22. He was 22. But like, but mentally he was oh, like, not I was like, at all. He was lying. Okay. No, but I also, I honestly, sometimes I think about it. I think he was like a crackhead, but I don't that's know who a, this person that's is. That's another story. I think you you were in California. And we only dated for like two, three months. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I think the age isn't... Oh, like my parents are five years apart. And I don't really feel like there's anything yeah. weird there. That's fine. But I think like for me, anything like seven or more is like, eh, that's a lot for me. Well, I'm like 27 now. Oh. Isn't that disgusting? My God, that's freaking disgusting. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't mind dating someone that was like 40-ish. Yeah, it's like 13 years. Yeah. Like, whatever. Take care. I will say this. If I'm going to date somebody that's a lot older than me, you better be taking care of me financially. Yeah. Only because you should be able to. Because yeah. you should be established and I shouldn't have to worry about, like, taking care of you. Because I'm still young. I know that sounds like a gold digger type of thing. And maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But, like. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Whatever. I'm not in the situation, so I don't really have to answer that question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Um, how do you think, how do you know when you're over talking to somebody or you're over being with someone and like, what are your tells? That you're oh, like, I'm like a done? fucking fuckboy. For real. <laughs> Ever since I moved to California, I will not even say people's numbers. I, people, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but like, uh, guys will text me, um, and I told them like I was coming back um, oh, yeah. on October, like when I when I left, I was like I'll be coming back in October, and I have all these guys texting me like Are you back? Are you back? Are you back? Ew. I'm like thirsty. I was like, I first of all, who is this? Because I don't save anyone's number. So, um, when I know that I'm over it, um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess when's the last time you really into somebody? <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, I don't really know. Because, like, when I lived in California, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I was like, okay. I'm just trying to, like, get a job and, like, keep my head afloat. Like, guys are, like, the, you know, last thing on my mind right now. Right. So, um, when I, when, and when am I over it? Let's see. When Let's think back. I guess I, I can say, like, I guess I know I'm over it when I'm, like, just mentally checked out and I'm, like, 
I think something clicks in my head where I was like, this isn't for me. Like there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing to like salvage. And I'm like, I don't like you. It's just a moment <laughs> where you're like, you know what? It's like a moment when you just like wake up. And you're like, yeah, no thanks. But like, no. Because I'm trying to think of when I used to date in high school, when I knew, I was like, oh. Um, but you're also like a very giving person because I remember you dating guys in high school. Be like, I bought this guy like a camera. Oh, I, I love, like, I love giving gifts. I don't know why. I, I think it's because I like shopping and I like uh um. That's like your love wrapping language. stuff. You like giving gifts? Yeah. yeah, I give you guys gifts. Oh no, absolutely. Joe and Khan, you. And... I used to joke all the time that like Kevin was my boyfriend without having to be my boyfriend because he'd be like, here, I just sent you like a dozen cupcakes, or like here, I bought you these dresses. Yeah, that's because you got to college. Yeah, or I didn't something. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would like the dozen cupcakes back. <laughs> I went to Georgetown Cupcakes when I was in DC. I got my birthday cake from there. Oh, like, my oh my god! god. Wow, full circle. <laughs> but um, yeah, Kevin's always been like a very giving. I love Yeah, I yeah, like I love giving gifts, but I think my love language is like personal time or something. I took time, um, time, words of affirmation, touch your mind. I'm a needy bitch. <laughs> yeah, I need you to tell me that you love me all the time. I need you to be next to me all the time, and I need you. <laughs> to spend time with me so I know that you don't hate me <laughs> yeah 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 but what do you do um let's see what else can we say body type body type I don't think I care that much to be I honest. don't I feel like looks are always a plus for me but you know yo go ahead oh I was gonna say like I just it's always percent like if you can't make me laugh then like I'm not gonna have any interest or um if you can't hold a conversation or like a meaningful conversation then i'm like there's no substance here and i'm just bored yeah i like um body type i don't think it really matters to be honest i like a thick man yeah me too but um i always post like on instagram like all these um big buff asian guys some people think that that's like my type but is it not no, I like just normal guys. Like, I always fall for... Okay, I fall for personality, too. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you that when I had a big crush on our friend, um, it did not take much. Like, I think we dropped him off, and um, I was in the back seat of the minivan, and he was in the front. And right af- right like right before he was going to close the door, <laughs> oh, wow. all he said to me was, Good night, Calvin. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's so funny because I know exactly who he's talking about. And like the guy is just very goofy and like very funny. Um, truthfully, if anybody from our group would watch this, I feel like they would be able to figure out because it's not like there's a lot of Vietnamese people in the group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, literally all it took was him for, to be like nice and say good night. And I was like, oh my that's God. That's so funny because he went complete opposite way. Like there was just, <laughs> you, you put a lot of high school kids in a group and it just like people started dating each other, having yeah. crushes on one another. And like none of it ever worked out. <laughs> oh, I had a crush on my lap partner because he asked me to be his lap partner in, in college. Okay. Edward I was like, college, whoa. <gasps> yeah. And I did a good job too. I'm trying to think the last time I had like a crush on somebody. It was not Miguel. Oh, when I met Miguel, like I had no intention on dating him. Really? Absolutely not. Like um, I had just gotten out guy. of a relationship, um, and I was like, I'm just gonna be single for a while. I had like me and my friend had like made a pact. We're like, we're. <laughs> I was like, we're just gonna be like 
just stayed around this summer, hoe out, whatever. Like I'm not in a relationship. I'm 20. I was going to be 21 that year. I was like, I'm just going to enjoy myself and be single because I liked being single. And I was like wasting my time with this guy for so long. Um, so yeah, when we met, like, I was like, eh, I was like, eh, like Miguel's nice. And like, I never even thought about him in a physical sense of like being attractive. Like we were just good friends and like, we could hold a conversation. It wasn't until after we became good friends and like, I was like, oh, he's just like, is a nice friend that I was like, oh, maybe there is something more to this. But like prior to that, I was like, no, I don't think I would never, I would never say like I had a crush crush on Miguel because on Miguel. by no because by the time that we were wow, like wow it took convincing no it was just kind of like we were friends and then by the time we were like comfortable did being he ask friends, you out then okay and I say this all the time and Miguel knows this and that's why he asked me out like to be his girlfriend the way he did Miguel never asked me out on a date like whenever we were supposed to, any time that we went on a date I thought we were just hanging out he was like oh let's go hiking and then we go hiking. And then we'd go to dinner after. And I was like, I didn't ask for this. I thought we were just going to hang out. Like, I, whatever. And then the next time he was oh like, God, oh, okay. do you want to go to this birthday party? And I was like, yeah. And so we went to go eat before. And he paid for the dinner. And he's like, oh, we're not going to go to that party. And I was like, okay. This is a date hostage situation. Yeah. And then the third time we went to a Halloween party. And he was like, um, which is ironic because the host of the party was his ex-girlfriend's cousin. And like they had remained friends, like the that couple and Miguel had remained friends, um, and they had brought me in. They're like, "Who is this girl? Like, why are you bringing this girl around?" Because uh, we weren't dating. Like at the time, we were still friends. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, because I didn't know any of the. I he didn't know any of their friends there really, other than like a couple, uh -huh. and like I didn't know anybody there. So I was like, "What is going on?" So <laughs> okay, we gone out that time, uh, and then like by Halloween, I guess we were like dating. I guess. But then in November, do you know our anniversary is the fourth? Or no, you're like, you make it seem like I'm not quite sure what we are right now. And that's kind of what it got to because I was like, I don't really, because I was like, we're going on a date, you're paying for dinner, and at that point I was like, no, I like him, but I wasn't like I'd, more than a friend or whatever. Yeah, and I remember, oh, okay. um, I think I don't remember if it was the night at the Halloween party or not. Like I was gonna be so upset that I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I had gone over. I think it was a different. Oh. It was a different night. Um, we had gone out for Halloween and I was supposed to go out with my friend and um, he had offered to like pick me up from my house in Farmington, drive me to downtown Minneapolis so I could go bar hopping. And then he was just going to pick me up at the end of the night mm -hmm. and like bring me back home. Like He offered to sober cab because he wasn't drinking at the time. And uh, my friend ended up <laughs> blacking out by the time that we had like gotten the car and left. Like she had down maybe like half a bottle of vodka to herself. <laughs> And so she blacked out and we got downtown and she wasn't waking up. Like she was just gone. Oh my God. Okay. So we went back to Miguel's apartment and um, she was passed out. Maybe it wasn't that night. I don't, well, there was some time between, sometime in October, 2016 that we had hung out and I had come over and we'd come back from something and we had just talked the whole night mm -hmm. from like maybe 11 o'clock at night to nine o'clock in the morning. And like, just talked, listen to music, and we're just like talking about whatever was going on in life. Um, and yeah, and at that point, I got, I remember I was, I came home because I was supposed to meet a friend for brunch that day. And I got home and I texted my friends, and I was like, because they told me, I, I told them where I was going, and just like, 
I don't know, girls do that where it's like, yeah, check on me. If you don't hear from me in a few hours, like give me a call, whatever. And I was like, hey, I just got home. And they're like, oh, what's up? And I was like, oh, nothing happened. Like, we really just talked. And like, I don't think most people don't believe us or like no one believes. They're like, no, we really just like talked all night. Nothing happened. Um, and it was at that point that I was like, how often is it that you find like a really good friend that you can spend all night talking to and um, getting to know like with no judgment or reservations about it and just be really open with someone that I don't because I'd only met Miguel in like May of that year. And this is October. So we were like, not close friends, but like yeah. knew each other and knew of each other. Um, and it was at that point where I was like, oh, I think that this, there's definitely more to this there's than I had let on. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was, that was literally four years ago. So Ooh. yeah, here we are now. That's the type of story. That, thanks for coming to my attempt. <laughs> relationship. What were we talking about? Um, crushes oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so like Your at that point crush. yeah so at that point it wasn't really like a crush it was like we're already kind of seeing each other yeah that like the way you told it like makes it seem like you had no idea what was going on and then suddenly you're like whoa yeah i think Which i was just like, like naive though like i, I wasn't thinking yeah. about it i wasn't well, thinking about a relationship i think that's like that's how some relationships start where it's like you're not looking Right. And, but then suddenly you're in one. No, because you know? any other time that I've gotten a relationship because I was looking to be in a relationship, they never they work out. It's like yeah, you're, you only try you're trying to make it work because you want it to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just it was a very effortless um involvement to where yeah, we that's were. That's nice. So but yeah, um yeah, so then like that was four years ago. So I don't really remember the last time like I had like a crush on somebody. Yeah. I have like a lot of celebrity crushes, but like well that just goes to show like dating advice like i mean you really like i can give you all the dating advice and latifah can give you all this dating advice but it's really like one up to you and like two it's like we cannot predict or help you a situation because (laughs) like it is like it's all up in the air if there's any dating advice i would honestly give it's just like just be patient and just just be you dude be your genuine self like i think by the third time Miguel didn't Miguel the first time he saw me without makeup was probably like our third date or maybe even our first date where I was like yeah I can be cute like no doubt like don't get it twisted but this is probably what you're gonna see 90% of the time (laughs) if not 95% of the time um yeah and just be yourself be honest um communicate well there's no much there's no such thing as over communicating how you feel Um, I think that that's really important um make sure you have the same expectations not same expectations but you lay out your expectations um i can't give you dating advice but i can give you relationship advice okay I think those are different yeah because dating is like you could just my dating advice is tell your friends where you are share your location oh i'm like the bitch friend i'll be like break up with him right now like it know. depends on the situation for me I'm always like the mean one, but you know what? The mean one is the one that loves you the most. So true, <laughs> very true. Because there are past relationships. A lot of my friends were like, "Why are you still doing this to yourself?" I'm like, "But I love him. Oh my gosh, we're supposed to all do anything to make this relationship work." <laughs> Idiot. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to recognize your situation and I always tell people what would you do if your best friend was in the exact same situation yeah like would you want them to stay in that relationship yeah probably not sometimes um 
but I think you also have to take into perspective like what your partner could be or could not be going through. Uh, I think a lot of the time, um, a lot of bad relationships, a lot of relationships end because people just don't know what's going on or they get upset and they take out anger on their partner because it's a really easy thing to do, um, yeah, which isn't always warranted. And I think you should look to confine more so than argue or berate the person that you see. What's you something weird that you love, like whether it's physical or like emotional or whatever that you look for in a partner? Oh, I love it when I see a man cry. <laughs> Why? Because I feel like men Like don't... make a man cry or just see him cry? See or him both. Cry. <laughs> Depends on the day. Yeah. Um, I I think it takes a lot for a man to be vulnerable um, and to show emotion. So when a man feels comfortable around me enough to cry around me, I'm like, oh, I'm in there. Like, I've broken through. We've, we're breaking down emotional walls today. <laughs> um, is that weird? <laughs> but I think that's a weird thing. Or um, I like nice shoulders. Um, I like ugly guys because I like to be the handsome one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I thought I you like... said you want to date someone that looks like you, though. I know, exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I don't know what I like. I like weird things, like um, weird teeth. Weird teeth you like, like, um, like not straight teeth? Um, like if you had like a crooked tooth or if you had like bunny teeth, like big too fun to you. That's attractive to you. I think it's cute. Um, you like quirky guys, I guess. My friend was my friend said that he liked big ears, which I was like, I think that's kind of cute too. Mm. Um, there's like weird things that I like. I don't know what. I used to think like really random people were really attractive. Like I used to think Trevi McCoy was like super cute. I don't know who that is. Um, he was in gym class. He was dated Katy Perry for a while. I'll show you a picture. Um. I don't know. I feel like the things that I like aren't weird. Trevor McCoy also turned out to be like a crackhead or like meth addict. So, um, I don't know what else I like. I I, I think that's it. Like, oh, I don't know if I finished my thought. Um, he's okay. Yeah. So oh, I, I do like tattoos though. You do? Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I get. Tattoos. Well, I don't mind them, but it's funny because I think tattoos are attractive. But when Miguel told me he wanted you tattoos, I was like, don't. Do not. But I was like, but I want a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what else. Oh, I don't know if I finished my thought, like I said. Um, I, like I post all these, uh, like, big buff guys, but that's, like, not necessarily my type. Um, like it's man. always about personality, I think it mm -hmm. always comes down to. Listen, looks only last so long unless you're, like, fucking share and you just look the same for 60 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but personality is what's going to make someone stay in a relationship. If you were just like a shell of a person, like you can't hold a conversation, you don't give any emotional support or like, I hate to be this way, but like financial support, because that is important at some point in a relationship, you don't want to be financially stable. Um, and you just have looks. That's not going to save you from everything. Yeah. Totally. Well, that's like a lot of gay guys. They'll like go to the gym and like get fucking jacked and then, are you on Jacked? Like a, huh? Are you on the app Jacked? I do have a Jacked. It's not as fun. Oh, Grindr got rid of their, like, they had, like, a, a filter where you could filter out ethnicity. And they got rid of it. 
So I used to like filter out white guys, <laughs> but now I can't. So now I have to. Which is a lot of swiping left. Well, it I I know I get why they get it. They were like um they were addressing like sexual racism and stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not quite sure if they are doing a good job about that because that doesn't change the way that people feel. Right. Because now that they see me on their new buy or like they see my profile, it's not like it's gonna like. You're still not going to change right on them. them. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, so that's that on that. Any final relationship advice, comments, thoughts, concerns? Um, I don't think so. If I had to date a white guy, it'd be a white guy from like Australia or like the UK or something. Would you want to get, do you want to get married? Um, probably. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really thought about that because I haven't really dated someone seriously since high school. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Do you think you'll start? Well, I guess once you're settled and like whether you live in California or like. Yeah, I think Minnesota. once I get back to California, um, I guess I'll start talking to people. Ugh. It's also a lot of work. I feel like you're kind of an introvert and like dating it's a it's a lot of work because like guys like want to meet me and like go on dates but i just want to like at the last minute i'm like i don't want to (laughs) go i don't want to go yeah that's okay though they're out there maybe for sure (laughs) (laughs) that's fair it just kills me that like wow it really just took one guy saying good night and i was like oh my god wow it's always the stupidest shit that makes you like oh my god i'm in love with you but I think that was like the last serious crush that I had in high school. But it always sucks when like you have a crush on a straight guy if you're gay. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I, th- I remember I had a big crush on the guy in high school. And we only had like one class together. He had a brother in my grade and he was a great older. But like, he's not as cute anymore. He has two kids with two different baby mamas. Oof. Um, and I was like, uh, I'm happy anyway now. So it doesn't matter. I'm good. But I also think when I'm in a relationship, like, I don't find other men attractive. And, like, a weird way, like, I don't look at them. And oh, like, we didn't oh, even cute. talk about open relationships and stuff. Oh. Hey, if you can make it work in the communications there, do it. I don't see why not. Really? Mm-hmm. It's not for me. But yeah. um, if you can communicate what everyone in that relationship wants and everyone's okay with that, then, yeah, have at it. Polyamorous, do it. Not with me, but like, do it. I'm too jealous of a person to do that. So, what about sister wives? Sister wives? That's weird. That's I would culty. do. I would do brother husbands. I would have multiple husbands, but I don't think I would be like a sister wife. Really? You would marry a brother? I would. No, I would marry multiple men. Oh. But um, I watched this documentary, and this guy put it in a good perspective. He's like. Which they were kind of a cult, and he was married to this. Woman. Yeah, are you watching cult propaganda? No, goodness? I mean, yeah, but <laughs> they put it in a perspective. He's like, I marry, I have multiple wives, but I also have to be able to like recognize that I have to f- take care of all of them emotionally, financially, and like you're responsible for that. So like, if you want to just do it, do it. I don't can. like multiple wives though, because I don't think it ever really works out. Like, this always gonna oh, be one equal. favorite. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's that's what like Hmong guys will do. They'll like go out to Thailand and, like, have a second family. And, like, back in the day, like, if you were a manga, you would marry multiple wives, and sometimes they were, like, sisters. And then 
they'd like fight sister and like sister cousins or like cousins siblings yeah like as in like uh, a sister would marry a husband and then her sister would marry that same guy mm. and then like yeah it's just like it just doesn't work out because like always one will like turn against the other so that's why i'm like sometimes open relationships can help work but i feel like most of the time like your feelings are gonna get involved and jealousy is like a natural thing to happen and i think a lot of the time the communication's not there people aren't honest you have to be really honest yep with yourself and your partner or partners of what do you want because i think and i think i've seen more open relationships work where it's like there is a main couple and then they have like a secondary boyfriend or girlfriend and like both partners have one yeah I think one of the big things that why people don't understand it's like, well, then doesn't that like cheapen the relationship? Then, like, well, what's the point of being even together then if you're gonna be? I feel like more people are like, once they are it, they're like, oh, we're stronger because we have, yeah, some people say that, but But I think that's like that's like a big, um, it's a big, like, I don't know, pothole that people try and dig at when they talk about open relationships and stuff well like that's like like couples that try to do like a third for like a threesome or something or like try to open to like another thing yeah um and i think that's problematic as a couple like to do that because it's like eh, someone might want to like fulfill something but i don't think anybody's here for it um but i know that i know that it works for some people and some people just don't they're just not emotionally they're not emotional so they don't think about it that way and they're like yeah whatever that's cool yeah so I think it can work, but like I said, you I mean, if it works for you, do it. Just don't do it with me. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Why would you get too jealous? Yeah, I'm a jealous person. Oh, wow. Like I, I want all of your time and all of your attention. So like, if there's someone else getting your time and attention, absolutely not. I don't, I don't really think so. Yeah. Yikes. Could you? Um, I don't know. It would take like a lot of convincing. I think. So then, no. If you have to be convinced, then probably. Oh, oops. <laughs> then no. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll figure out how we're going to do this the next time because Kevin will be in California. It'll be like 40 degrees warmer. It's like 80 there, yeah. Disgusting, I hate you. Same. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been fun. Thanks. We'll continue. Now you have to get a mic. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this mic looks expensive. It's this like one was expensive. dollars or something. Yeah. Oh, no, I, it was in pounds or euros or whatever. No, I think it was because I got the receipt for everything. And I was like, I'm like, oh, you paid how much for it? <laughs> He's like, I asked for a gift receipt. And I was like, well, they didn't give you one. Well, so. they didn't. Um, but no, I found like similar mics or like cheaper ones. Watch me like use my earphones. Like, Your earphones. <laughs> watch me record through an Android. Disgusting. It's going to fucking sound like it's, I'm underwater. Probably. Okay, well, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, guys. Like, rate, subscribe, give us five stars. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Rate. No, I'm just kidding. It's not brought to you by anything. We're no sponsors yet, but thanks everyone. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>